Welcome, 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 one and all, to episode 74 of the Hillcrest Duo. It is being recorded on December 9th, 2017. I am your host, Brad Risto, at Outsider Brad on Twitter, and I am joined by my co-host, Metal John. And I'm on Twitter at Metal John Radio. What's up, but Brad? Not much. It's been a couple weeks. It is always hard to try and get in. It's looking like this may just become a bi-weekly podcast, but whatever. <laughs> it's still fun to do. Yes, and we but love, we're keeping our promise. And we love talking to you, and we have a lot to talk about today. We are going to go over the complete season of Netflix original Punisher, The Punisher. The Punisher. The Punisher, like the Ohio State University. Yes. We are also going to touch on the, I guess, mid-season grades for both Supergirl and The Flash as they both wrapped up this week. But I suppose, first and foremost, we should jump into The Punisher the most recent offering from Marvel and Netflix, and I gotta say, I finished it before you. I finished it about that first weekend. I really enjoyed this one. So did I. I mean, I don't know a single person that watched it and just said, "Yeah, it was all right." Everything. I, I think everybody loved this series. Um, I, I can't. It's hard to find even flaws or problems with the series. It's really good. I, I would say long form <laughs> storytelling because everything that happened in it was great. Yeah, very detailed. Um, it had everything you would expect from an R-rated Punisher TV series. Yes, I loved the first episode, acting pretty much as a prologue yep. and tying up everything about him from the end of Daredevil season two. Yep, that was a great little touch. Just make it kind of its own encapsulated episode where he's kind of become a pacifist because he's taken out everyone that killed. He thought he took out everyone that killed his family. Turns out, obviously, it was part of a bigger um, ploy, but we will get to that later. Just yeah. working as a construction worker. And just that, when he, you you know it was, knew it was coming the entire episode that he was going to kick those guys' asses. Oh, yeah. But the, just the The way. bullies. He was getting bullied. He was getting bullied. Can bull- you believe that? The Punisher okay, yes. was getting bullied yes, at a but, construction site. But he wasn't going to, he wanted to just keep a low radar, under the radar. But you knew eventually he was going to take them out. And just when they throw that poor kid in the cement mixer, you're like, oh, this is where it happens. And he's like, shut it off. And he just takes people out. And it's like, oh, my God, he's bashing people's heads in with a sledgehammer. So question on that. And this is where (laughs) your first loose end comes in. So he works at a construction site. He basically beats up the entire crew, throws throws a rope to the new kid. And then he never goes back to work. So when the foreman comes in the next day and sees these guys just laying there. Well, he, w- he wouldn't see the guys. They were thrown in the cement mixer, so they were trapped in the cement. Oh, yeah. So well, he sees blood and chaos, and nobody comes into work the next day. <laughs> you got to start scratching your head. Be like, well, that would have been a news report. That would have been a news report, yeah. <laughs> there was some kind of attack. Entire construction crew doesn't come back for Five work. people missing. And this one kid who we just hired a few weeks ago well, he is just the only one we can get in touch with. Well, he would have been missing, too. He was told to leave town. Yeah. So he he disappeared as well. And then, obviously, I love <laughs> that he said, it says, where were they? The, the mafia people. Light goes out. Just blam, 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 blam. And they're oh, all yeah. out. That was awesome. 
Yeah. But no, the the prologue episode was great, and then it gets into the nitty gritty in episode two. And you learn that Frank Castle, while you um, thought perhaps he was a, maybe a bit of a sympathetic figure, kind of the loss of his family was part of his own doing because he took place in some shady ass stuff overseas. Yes, uh, you start to learn about how he got into the position he was in, you know, with uh, his military, CIA, covert ops stuff, black ops stuff. Black ops stuff, off the books. He was working for the CIA, Agent Orange, and everything he was doing was technically illegal. Yeah, and, uh, uh, you know, of course, uh, like all those cases work out is, you know, if you have to eliminate uh, a, a, a situation, you have to eliminate Anything connected to that, and that's how his whole family gets wiped out. Well, yes, because they thought he was the squealer when he wasn't. The guy he went and saw up in the mountains was. Yep. So it was that guy's fault Frank Castle's family died. Yeah, so uh, you start to learn where his his passion for revenge and, Mm -hmm. you know, basically – you know, Punisher's always been that type of person where you can tell that he doesn't care if he dies. Not justice. It's just when punishment. he when he dies, at least he's going to be dying, like, taking revenge out on the people who who, who he feels deserves it. Well, yeah, so, so that, and then his start, biggest thing is he doesn't kill innocent people. Yeah, so he, he started punishes. going through um, – well, we also – get introduced to a character that's watching him on a on a video camera. Micro. And is like, oh, hey, Frank. And you're like, well, who the hell is this guy? And then we meet this guy, and he's got. He's connected to the case. He's connected to the case. He's got, you know, um, his own dealings of shady stuff. He faked his own death. No, he didn't fake his own death. He got saved by his cell phone. Yeah. He was going to get shot. He should be dead, but he knew he couldn't come back because his family was being watched for everything he did. So he was trying to take down the same people Frank was trying to take down. Yeah. And we also they meet... started as unlikely allies, and obviously near the end, him being very emotional when Frank got beaten up, he wanted his friend saved. And then we meet who I think is the second best character of the show, Billy Russo, Ben Barnes. Oh, he is actor. just a great oh, villain. so badass. He is like one of the best villains i i mean in the in the marvel he's just series. as good as um Kilgrave. he's just as good as kingpin because you understand his motivations and they spend an entire season building up to that fight yeah i mean you knew the fight was coming you knew oh, yeah. the showdown was coming you just you weren't really 100 percent sure on how the the the, the showdown was going to play out but you mm-hmm. knew it was coming and just the way they written billy russo's character i mean i love how he gets connected uh Really, really close with, uh, is it Diana, um, or Dinah? A- the agent. Uh, the agent. His name I can't remember right now. M- Medina. Medina. Agent Medina, yeah. Yeah, so he gets connected with her, and I just love how, like, he's, like, banging her, and then, like, he's secretly just, like, against her. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, I mean, one of the best scenes by far is when, is when he's, is when he, is when her partner is chasing him on the rooftop. And he comes up behind him and just shanks him mm-hmm. and, and then says, not bad for a pretty boy, huh? And then it ends with her just covered in blood, and he's giving her a bath. He's bathing yep. the blood of her dead partner off of her that he's, he's responsible for. Oh, it's so awesome. 
I and mean, then that moment so in savage. The, and then that moment in the hotel he, he where he reminds the, me of the Trinity Killer from Dexter. Yes. <laughs> then that moment in the hotel where she realizes he's the bad guy all along. Yeah. It's great. Man, so awesome. Like, and I, you get to see the anti Frank Castle as well as um, Lewis from the support group. Uh, has a very similar story to Frank Castle. Can't live without the military. And decides to go about punishing people he sees fit as being punished, but he punishes people who are innocent. Yes. Just that little bit of subtlety right there. Yeah, in the meantime, the whole the, the whole series is playing out. You're getting these flashbacks of of Frank and and you know the flashbacks of his of his military family service and and just like you get like these little scenes of him and his kids and his family and and it's just like really kind of. It does a really good job at like making you sympathize with him, makes you root for him, makes you understand him, makes you. But it does let you know that he was flawed. He took place in these illegal ops and did things that he probably knew was illegal, but still went with it. Well, he had to go. I mean, but in his defense, though, I mean, what happens if he says no? Well, I don't know, but um, <laughs> I'm sure he, he could have um, sure he, <laughs> he could have opted no. out of that um, operation from the very beginning. But yeah, that's well, what made him our castle the Punisher. Isn't just John Berthold? He's like the he was born for this role. Oh, he is. I mean, like I watch this and I'm like, he was born for this. He's kind like a shaved like bear, I, first of all, because he is just huge. I mean, it's it's very rare that you. I mean, you could you, you watch a lot of shows and sometimes you're like, oh, I can't picture anybody else playing a yeah. character. That's one thing. But when you watch a, a, a show like this and a character and you see John Bertrand as a Punisher, I watch this. And we've seen other Punishers. And I not, liked not, not, the Thomas Jane I Punisher movie. I the Thomas Jane Punisher too, but John Bertrand was born to play yes. the Punisher. Just like I would I would say this. Robert Downey Jr. was born to be Iron Man, Tony Stark. Well, There's just... nobody else that could play that character. <laughs> because he's basically being himself. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's born to play that character. You know, but uh, he knocks it out of the park. I, obviously, we will say it again. This is one of those ones where both the hero and villain probably at least deserve nominations at the Emmys. They won't get them, but they deserve them. Uh, I mean, just I mean, in the violent level of this, like if you're into violent stuff, this is just a home run. When it oh comes my to gosh, violence. he cuts a guy's head off and puts sticks or grenade in it. Yes, he gouges out somebody's eyes. I mean, just like the, I mean, watching this in HD on a big screen TV, just the blood and the gore. I mean, it's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. And just <laughs> like the scenes are, he's just walking through like, what is it? The, the army base and he's just popping off people. Yeah. And then he gets to that kid and the kid's like, drop it. And he's like, kid. I know you're just doing your job. I don't want to hurt no, you. No, he doesn't. No, that was the big <laughs> thing about him breaking into the army base was he couldn't kill anyone. Yeah. He never and he only killed the people that were part of Russo's team that were bad guys. Oh, how bad was it? how badass was it when he was tr- when he almost sniped the guy and the, the glass was bulletproof. Yeah. Well, you knew that, that was, was com- awesome. you knew that was coming. Yeah. You're like, well, it can't end here, so something is going to save his ass. And just as I predicted it was the bulletproof glass, but still a great scene. Everything you could want from it. I have very. I'm struggling to find flaws. 
Same here. I can't. I really can't find anything. That- I didn't really care when uh, Medina's partner died because he never left much of an impression on me. I was just about to. It was just bring kind of a comic his- relief bit, but he wasn't funny. Well, yeah, I would say like out of anybody in the show that like I really didn't care about, he was probably top of the list. Like somebody, you just didn't care what happened and to you, his character. They had to make. So and that's the biggest problem. Was, wasn't shocking seeing him die. Wasn't shocking. Mm-hmm. But the way he died was kind of cool. And just like, I love that. Not bad for a pretty. I just loved the, that. The like, biggest that problem line. is they needed to try and make him as likable as possible for those first few episodes. So when he died, you're like, oh my God, this guy's a monster. I want him taken down. Yeah. But and the then, problem was they didn't. And the whole another element to this show, like almost like a second, like you could almost do a complete second series on this, is on the Lieberman family. I love which, that. Which uh, I mean, you, you, I love how Frank kind of inserts himself into the into the Lieberman's yes. family to like try to figure out. Well, who first this... of all, to do it to mess with David, and yep. then to allow him to get both of them to kind of get some catharsis, him to have a family again, and for David to see his family being in good hands. Yeah. And um, lived, uh, he got to live vi- vicariously through Frank. Yeah, I mean, I think probably the best line of the whole series, though, is the line that Frank gives to Zach Lieberman, the yeah. young boy. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, where he's telling him how to take care of people. No. What? The Wu-Tang. <laughs> he's got the Wu-Tang shirt on, and Frank's like, nice shirt. <laughs> he's like, I was never much into hip-hop. He's like, the Wu-Tang Clan, that's some next-level shit. <laughs> Best line of the series, and I laughed my ass off. I was like, that's, that's good. Shit. You know, I'm that's some that. next level shit. <laughs> well, because you're thinking the same thing. You're like, you know, I'm much of a hip hop fan, but the Wu Tang Clan, they're real. <laughs> that's real. Oh, that was so funny. I, I like, thought you were talking about how I'm Frank told him how he how you kill people. Oh, then he made him cry. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> Zach was a little piece of like, crap a lot of the I time. I love it when David Lieberman shows up when Frank's playing football, playing catch with him. Yeah. And he's like, get out of here. And the kid's like, who was that? He's like, just some homeless guy. <laughs> I told him to get out of the neighborhood. Get out of here, you smelly hobo. <laughs> um, but what about, the, I mean, you kind of saw, I saw Sarah's pass that Frank was mm-hmm. coming. Like, I knew yeah. she was going to make a move on him. Of course. Um, So that 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 really did Okay, like there a are some moment. other things I am uh, a couple more issues. One being how quickly Sarah was to just side with Frank when um, in episode 11 and 12, all the reports came out that he is indeed the Punisher and he's been uh, coming over there. And it's, I think a lot of people would say, oh my gosh, I was almost made a pass on the Punisher and would have done what they could to bring him in, but... Well, she didn't. I'm glad you bring that up because here's the way I look at it. If I'm Sarah, not only did this guy just be randomly in my driveway that I hit, mm-hmm. I invited him into my house and he shows up with flowers. He comes mm-hmm. back a couple of times and a few times I invite him over. And then all of a sudden it's revealed that he's the punisher. When you know your husband is dead yeah. and was involved with some shady stuff, you would think, your mind would say, oh, shoot. Did he kill He's, my husband? He, he, did he kill my husband? Is he Is he? Did he coming into my house to try to get information about something, yes. maybe so a she case w- or something? Like, you would have instantly got really suspicious of him but and almost been just scared almost... of him. You would have been scared that, like, why No, but she just instantly takes his side. 
Yeah. And obviously the cops show up, they get captured, and hijinks um, happen. And then he calls the daughter. He's like, yeah, you know, meet me here. You would think that the daughter would be like, oh, my You're, God. Like, this guy's a nutcase. Like, I don't – like, I – as a kid, who would you trust? Like, I, I think I would trust the police more than him, right? Yeah. Even the, I would well, the police the, like, he called me. <laughs> well, um, uh, the police. My family's just, missing and he called well, me. Well, the police just oh, arrested right, police, her parents. Yeah, the police just kidnapped. Her, yeah, kidnapped her mom and brother. And I suppose, and actually, this is probably my biggest nitpick. He gets a happy ending. He just gets to go back to anonymity. And he starts going to group therapy, and at least for now, Frank Castle has as happy of an ending as he's going to get. Yep. And that's that's not the Punisher. He keeps screwing things up. Yeah, so that... That's my biggest problem is this isn't set up for anything more. That's That was my next question is where do you go with season two? Because right now, it's a blank slate. You don't have, as far at least as far as I can tell... At least from watching this, there are no connecting threads. The be- yeah. um, obviously, other well, I mean, than we know Jigsaw is going to yes. make a return. His revenge is basically all you have, but that might be saved till season three. Yeah, what do you do with season two? Where does he go? Like, where do what, you go what, from here? Or when does he, does he crack and become the Punisher again? And what right. makes him become the Punisher again? Does he appear in season three of Daredevil? I mean, my guess is, I, I mean, there's a few different angles you could take with this. If you were to do another season of, of The Punisher and you could do whatever you want, there's a few different angles. You can go prequel. You could. That'd be nice. Um, but I think we've seen enough. And you, you want to get the continuing In this season stories. of the flashbacks, you don't need to do a prequel. And you want to do the continuing tales of yeah. Frank Castle. So now. here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Liebermans get wiped out. Well, I know And that's that the- what kind of brings him out to say... Back to punish, like a family he helped, and and you know, I don't and think that sudden, would happen. I think David would still survive because, from what I remember from the comics and the, what little I remember from him appearing in some uh, late '90s cartoons, is Micro remains his tech guy, his man in the chair, man, the man in the chair. He remains his man in the chair, but I could see the um, Lieberman's entire family get wiped out. Other yeah. than David himself. And that's where I can see him kind of making a return. And then uh, Obviously, Jigsaw is going to help him make a return. Well, yeah, because Jigsaw has a vendetta against Lieberman and Castle. That's the big thing. He, Jigsaw knows he can't go after Frank because, one, he's so far underground it's not even funny. And, two, he's not a soft target while the Liebermans are. Yep. They're out in suburbia. Yeah, well, I mean, and also takes us for one of the kids to, you know, mess something up or put a, create a social media account or mm-hmm. something, and and boom, they're busted. So that's I could see something happen in the Lieberman family, the kids and the wife, where it sort of would hit home for Frank because that's what happened to his family. Yeah. Like, you know, they got wiped out. So I could see him kind of making a return with that. That's That would be almost my prediction as far as yeah. another season goes. Um, I, I mean, I guess they could do the prequel route. I hope they don't because I no, feel like we've, got we've got enough of the prequel We've seen enough stuff. of the flashbacks, and, and we know that they're going to put more flashbacks in future. You see, I don't know what, what other flashbacks you could get because you've and got – more, Maybe just more focus on some of the family stuff and then more flashbacks on the covert ops, you know. Well, you know everything I mean, about covert ops. It's very ops. Bruce Wayne-ish. You know, Bruce Wayne's always having flashbacks about his family, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's going to always have flashbacks I'm glad about you his. liked that tweet I sent you about Superman and Batman, though. Yeah. Because Superman, like, here's a, a DVD of Zorro. Have you ever seen it? 
That's the movie I saw when my parents died. <laughs> oh, okay. Because in the back of the frame, you can see Superman just in the dark with a horrible smirk. <laughs> Superman is a jerk. Yes, he is a jerk. But no, overall, the, um, the Punisher just a, not a home run. Finally, getting their feet back from disappointing um, uh, seasons of Iron Fist and the Defenders, and they're back to hitting home runs. Oh, now. That reminds me. Do you think we can see the Punisher getting involved more with the Defenders? Maybe even finding a reason to like have to kill Iron Fist. <laughs> Which would be That's awesome. unlikely. Um, Iron Fist won't die. First of all, he's the immortal Iron Fist. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that's not going to happen. Shame on all of us. <laughs> and if he does appear, he'll appear in probably Daredevil, maybe Jessica Jones. Oh, Although I could actually see him in Luke Cage, him going yeah. after people in Luke Cage's neighborhood, and Luke Cage not being any too pleased about it. Well, the next, the next Netflix Marvel series is season two of Jessica Jones, right? Yes, that's but, next. And but then, obviously, Luke Cage is probably going to have a cameo in that. Oh yeah, he's a big part of that series, which would lead up to another season of Luke Cage. So I'm thinking Jessica Jones season two is due next. out sometime in 2018. Da- I thought Daredevil was next because obviously at the the way the Defenders ended. That's possible. I don't know what their timeline is. We'll yeah, have, I, we'll I, I, I don't think it's that. very clear. Just like I feel like the Punisher just all of a sudden just dropped one day. Yeah. Like I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when. And all of a sudden, boom, here it is. There it is. Oh, it's on. Wait. Hey. hey well, before we, before we move on to talk a little bit about um, uh, Flash and Supergirl, I want to just touch on the ongoing negotiations between Disney and 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Fox could be sold to Disney, meaning X-Men and the Fantastic Four can be brought into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yay. And they'd have pretty much rights to everything. Does that uh, mean we'll get X-Men right at Disney World? We could. But also that means if Marvel buys 20th Century Fox, they're buying aliens. And Independence Day. And Independence Day. And if they're buying aliens, that means every female um, uh, born to the... Uh, Alien Queen is now officially a Disney princess. And you can get your um, uh, little daughter's um, uh, Xenomorph dolls for the Disney princess line. Put them in cute little dresses. Aww. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm glad you brought up aliens because I just thought of something. Yeah? You know, I got a Christmas tree. I it's do. A, it's a little one. It's a little one. I've little... seen what your um, star is. Yeah, it's a, a face, face hugger. hugger. It's a face hugger. I got a oh, face hugger so at the cute. top of my Christmas tree. Did you put? Have you ever put your face hugger on your cat? I have not yet, but that's next. That'll be. Got to take a picture of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little face hugger. Okay, but it. let's talk really quick before we close out here about the mid-season statuses of Supergirl and the Flash. Obviously, two weeks ago we had the huge epic crossover of um, uh, Arrow. Oh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, God, I and hate Supergirl. those crossovers, Brad. I, I loved them. that one. That oh, one was really fun. Oh, I hate them. I felt like I mean, I a... do like seeing like the the alter egos of these characters from other Earths. You know, well, you I think the, the best the, thing the evil that... Supergirl and the evil Arrow, and I think the best thing that came out of that was obviously um, there's going to be a Eobard Thawne is back and can uh, Tom Cavanaugh can also be a villain. Tom Cavanaugh now a little bit more. Every now and then, which is just a nice little benefit, but 
obviously with the flash, um, things aren't looking too good for old Barry right now. Yeah, where, where did he uh, where did he leave off? He's been arrested for murder. Mm-hmm. Now, my biggest problem with that was. He do it? <laughs> My biggest problem with that was he's the Flash. As soon as he sees the body and hears the door, he could have cleaned everything up, and there's no body, no blood, no anything in less than a second because he's true. the Flash. Or at the very least, he could have ran away, but obviously that wouldn't have worked because he had turned the alarm off. But if he doesn't go home, then no one knows about it. People break in and say, oh, there's a body here. How'd this get here? I don't know. I've been here all night. So what are you what are you hoping for? Uh, when I don't this, know. What we're going to see picks now. back up. I mean, are we going to? Obviously, he's going to be on trial. But what does that mean for the Flash? And what does that mean for everything? Obviously, there's a lot of little things. Is this going to lead to you finally getting your wish, Barry and Iris breaking up? Mm, I was even though they just got married. I didn't really want them to break up. I wanted her to die. <laughs> <laughs> I want her gone. I don't like her. Kill her. Kill her. All right, I'm hiring the Punisher. Kill him. Um, uh, he's oh, not. He's not a hitman. You have. You might be able to hire Jigsaw. Oh, Jigsaw. Yeah. Billy Russo to do it for you. I'm, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm enjoying Supergirl more this season. Supergirl has been very good. I loved how they built up Rain over the course of an entire half season. Yeah, I mean, and that's something rush. I've been wishing for with Supergirl is to like have a, a, a villain that's kind of slowly being introduced and. And getting bigger, have some more mystery to the show, mm-hmm. which they did with the ship. And then you get uh, Rain and... Monel is obviously back. I, I mean, I would say still my biggest problem with Supergirl is they keep trying to force these little relationships. You, ha- you had yeah. you had the, the sister and, and her girlfriend. And then, you know, now, it's, now you're back to... Uh, uh, Jimmy, you know, it's like everybody, they got to have a, they, it's almost like they force somebody to in be the in cast a, to be in a relationship yeah. so you can have a little relationship in there. And I, 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 I hate it because I know why they're doing it. They're doing it for that female audience. Yeah. So they've got something to relate to. Oh, yeah. there's a relationship. Isn't it so sweet? He it's, does this for, he buys flowers. I'm, I'm sorry, but I would think that most of the female people watching, and I've talked to females that watch Supergirl, and they agree with me. They're watching for the, 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 the hero aspect. They're yes. watching because she's a, Supergirl she's is, awesome. is, is a hero. She's a, somebody that a girl who's into superheroes can idolize. They're watching for her. They're not watching, wondering what Jimmy Olsen's love life is. That's not, very they don't true. even care about Kara's love life. Mm-hmm. They're watching to see Supergirl do Supergirl stuff. And Just like when we watch it, we're watching Batman. When we watch Batman do Batman stuff. I don't, I mean. I'm going to kill they, Batman, thankfully, on Batman you. thankfully, Batman doesn't fall in love. He just bangs girls and like kicks Well, in the, the comic books, he's marrying Selina Kyle. Well, that's in the comics. I'm just saying when I'm watching a Batman but series. Yes, but and obviously now. I mean, now, and that's my problem with Supergirls. They don't, they, I think the writers are forcing that because they think that that's what the female audience wants. Obviously now she's taking on Rain, who just kicked her ass up yes. and down. And which kind of make, which makes me kind of question it because obviously she's an experienced dumb superhero and she just beat up another Supergirl, so shouldn't she have the edge? Yeah. Didn't Kara? She just beat up evil Supergirl. Well, that's much. And Rain just became Rain. Yeah. So she doesn't know what she's doing. And this show, and with a character like Rain, 
I'm really interested to see what what they do in the next episode as to why Superman doesn't come and they just double team her because maybe because having a two that's on what I'm one, hoping for. I'm hoping Superman shows up. Well, he has to show up, and they need to at least explain why he can't help because otherwise I got a Lex problem. <laughs> Because otherwise, she's obviously here to destroy the planet, and that would get his attention. And the two of them taking on Rain, would, she would have well, no chance. Well, I would imagine with Kara basically being at near death, that the she's DEO would place a phone call. Yeah. Or Jimmy would place a phone call to Clark and be like, hey, man, you might want to get down here. Yes, Kara just oh, is kind of dead. Her skull got bashed in a bit. Yeah. Whew, she got her ass whooped. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing about the midseason finale I will say about that is it was cool that she got her ass kicked. I just didn't like how they tried to go for the dramatic ending. Like, ooh, is she dead? I'm like, come on. We know we she's, know not, she's not dead. We know she's going to get better. And yeah. obviously, Monel can be there. I mean, the name of the show isn't going to be Rain. It's not <laughs> like, going to be Monel. Yeah. But do you have heroes like. Um, uh, that is, that's always the problem with the DC Universe is the super characters is because anytime things get too too intense, it's like, eh, they got Superman. That'll he'll save the day. Yeah. It's my it's my biggest gripe with the DC Universe is just whenever a crisis gets too big, you always know Superman's there. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, well, and that's the case. That's the thing is since they introduced Superman into this world. Yes. He, I, he's got to make an appearance. And he's he got to make an appearance. He's got to do something Superman-ish. He, not if saying he gets his ass kicked, I'm not, that's fine. If some, if they, they, she uses some kind of power that negates him, cool. Has there been any talks of a Superman series? There should be. Cause because here's the way I see it. I mean, you're going to... They should. There's no end, reason they if shouldn't. You, if you end this series with Superman actually being in a few episodes... Uh, you see what the reaction is. If the reaction is, oh, my God, so awesome, Superman's a – boom, you got your spinoff. You go right Why into not? the Superman You're, series. Okay. Now, if you do it and people are like, ah, Superman needs to get out of here. We don't want him, you know, blah, blah, blah. Keep it for the girls. Then maybe you can reconsider not having a you series. See, I but say, I feel like Superman should get a series. Yes. I think they're doing a Teton Titan series. You know what? You've established that there's the DC um, uh, Cinematic You've universe. already put all these guys in the same universe. Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, all in the same universe. You've already established that there's the DC movie universe and the DC television universe. So why not go nuts? Why not do a Superman WB show? Why not do a Get Batman rid of the stupid show? Legion show. What's the Legion of... Legends of Tomorrow? Legends of Tomorrow. Actually, nobody watches that. No. Get rid of the <laughs> B-Heroes. Pay up. Get your Superman series. Get your Batman series. Let's have a Justice League series. Oh. Completely separate from the movies. And just it's a Justice League series. Let's do it, Let's WB. burn everybody CW. out of superheroes. <laughs> uh, you know what? Why not? It's going to end soon anyway. Let's go out with a bang. All right. Well, Brad, we are approaching the, the time. And uh, as we get ready to wrap up, it is December. Um, we've got a couple weeks until Christmas coming up here soon. We will be launching a Home Alone special podcast. Yes. We will also be having our Star Wars um, that is, review. Holy crap, next week. Podcast. That'll be coming out soon. Uh, Walking Dead wraps up. Their mid-season finale. We'll be we'll just kind of recap Walking Dead because we really haven't talked it's about it. It's kind of been a bad season. Yeah, but that's after the, season fina- the mid-season finale, we're going to kind of do like a mid-season finale recap, and, and we'll just give our thoughts on 
the season up to this point, and and we'll share our thoughts on that. Those are a couple of the future podcasts that you'll be seeing uploaded here in the coming weeks. Uh, but uh, that'll do it for episode seventy four. I'm Metal John at Metal John Radio. I'm Brad Resto at Outsider Brad on the Twitter. All right. Uh, we'll thank s- you everyone for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week for what should be the um, uh, Star Wars special. <laughs>